For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another live edition. Go ahead. You never give me a chance to get anchor going. You totally forget about it. You just told me any time I was ready to go, go. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on Anchor, Facebook Live, a whole bunch of other podcasts that uh, Anchor sends it out to. Um, I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. Joining me every week, as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster, Greg. Greg, welcome. How's it going? Good. I just uh, I was just saying before I just watched an hour and fifty minute interview this guy was doing on YouTube with uh, Paul Roma, Mario Mancini, and Paul Perez from PAPW, and it's just amazing what Paul Roma has to say about the guys in the business today. Um, well, first of all, he said there isn't a wrestler on the roster today that could compete with him back in his day. And he says he doesn't think, he says that with him being 60 years old, right now he says he doesn't think there's a wrestler on the roster that he won't go toe-to-toe with in the ring today. I, oh, said, okay. I said to myself, I says, jump in the ring with Braun Strowman. Jump in the ring with Drew McIntyre. They'll end up putting you back together in the locker room. I mean, don't get me wrong. Paul Roma was a good wrestler. He was a really good wrestler. He was a part, you know, you don't become part of the horseman standing around waiting for a bus. He was a good wrestler. But, you know, don't be calling the guys of wrestling today sissies as compared to what he was wrestling when he was wrestling back then. And, I mean, if you don't think that there's a guy on the, on the roster that can hang with you and you're almost 60, get in the ring with one of them. See what happens. professional sport um i mean baseball you know you've got your you, you've got your you know, long time people that think you know that you know if Babe Ruth were to play in the major leagues today um he barely hit 230 and maybe five ten home runs just because the conditioning of athletes today are so much different but then you have your long 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 time fans that think if Mickey Mantle played today, he'd be better than Mike Trout. Uh, so I think it's a generational thing where they, you know, basketball. If Michael Jordan played in the NBA today with, with all the cheap little fouls, then they call the guy that averaged 40 points a game. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a different era. It's a different, it's a different game. Um, the way they wrestle now is different than the way they wrestled then. Back when Paul Roma was active, it was more wrestling than it was entertainment. Yeah. Now it's more entertainment than it is wrestling. So I, I can see 
why he would say that and think that. Oh, okay. But it was actually a good interview. It, uh, it, like you said, I, I caught it on YouTube, and I just happened to see it, and I said, well, let's just let me check it out. And they were just talking about the school and everything else, and so it was actually pretty good. But, um, well, that's good. They're uh, promoting their school, which is an excellent thing to do. Yeah. So how? Uh, so let's get into this week in wrestling, Raw and SmackDown. I finally got a chance to see uh, to watch SmackDown. I watched the whole thing uh, last night. Um, okay. Decent, Decent show. Wasn't that great, but a decent yeah. show. Um, I think this, uh, I mean, I like the Roman Reigns character, but I think somewhere along the line, it's going a little too far. Why? What do you mean? I mean, he's, he's a good, he, you know, he's a, a tremendous wrestler. He's a great athlete, but they're making him out to be the soup, the superhuman God that the show can't survive without him and blah, blah, blah. I understand that it's all rearranged and so forth and so on and this is the role that he's playing but I don't think he's playing it up the right way it's like um, you know they're making him out to be like this indestructible force and when he you know he wants Jey Uso to, to make this guy understand that Roman Reigns is the head of the table but yet he Hitch Jey Uso with a chair after a wrestling match. Well, because he told him, because if you watched the, I don't know what they showed in Hulu, um, but if you saw in the beginning when Kevin Owens came out when he was in the ring and challenged him to TLC, to a TLC match, yep. Uso accepted for Roman Reigns. So then there was a little backstage thing where he said, you know, there's going to be repercussions for you speaking for me. So that was Roman Reigns finishing oh. so by also hitting him with the chair. Oh, okay. And by the way, you did hit that on the you did hit that that nail right on the head when you said there was going to be at least one match that all three were going to be involved: the tables, ladders, and chairs. Well, and yeah. I said Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens would be the perfect yep. match for them to be in. Yep. So, but um. What, what did you uh, what did you get out of SmackDown and Raw this week? I mean, I thought Raw was not bad as well either. I mean, well, we we, we talked about Raw on Thursday. Um, I mean, it was it, it it was to me it was a very similar show to the week before. The only thing is, instead of the three, are we keeping you awake? No, not at all. Oh no, I I had a couple cups already. You know, the only, I mean, the main difference was instead of there being three qualifying matches for a triple threat match, there was a triple threat match. But, I mean, yeah, once again, you had Murphy and Corbin, you know, it, it was just, it was almost the same, you know, type show. Right. And who are those guys that were with Corbin? Were they, are they like wrestlers or are they just... They were two of the guys from the tag team of the Forgotten Sons. Um, Color and... Uh, shh, I can't remember the oh, name I thought one of them looked familiar. Yeah, they were, they were the two guys from the Forgotten Sons. The third one that's in trouble um, was the only one that wasn't there. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the, the third guy, the actual biggest of the three guys, the one that had all those controversial tweets and statements yeah. that got him in trouble because, you know, we can't speak our minds anymore. Um, you know, we, we can't, you know, we can't talk bad about anything in the world anymore. Um, we all have to be, you know, roses and, and sugar plums and everything yeah. nice. Um, so, you know, we can't say anything controversial at all. Huh? Yeah, right. Hey, tell then me about it. Don't listen to Nuggies News. <laughs> What's that? Then don't listen to Nuggies News. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, I thought, um, I thought the segment with, uh, Carmella and, ba- and um, Sasha was okay. I think I think right. I think they're going to have a good match at yeah. TLC. I, mean, I like I like the way Carmella came back at her at the end, though. You know how it ended. I mean, you know, she didn't just let the boss quote unquote push her around. Right. Oh, yep. Here comes another yawn. Mm. Yeah, I got up at got up at three thirty this morning. I've been awake ever since. So, but um, yeah, but I I agree with you on that, and I took out of that interview that I think it's going to be a, a really good match. Um, well, it, 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 Carmella might be good on the mic and she was good, you know, being a sidekick to our truth and, you know, granted she did win the first two Money in the Bank ladder matches once she got help. But unless she's done a lot of in ring work behind the scenes, right? I don't know how good of a match it's going to be, um, in ring wrestling wise. Yep, true. That's that came to my next question. Uh, it's not, I don't believe it's going to be a title change. I believe, no, Sa- I believe no, Sasha's no. Gonna, gonna retain. Um, yeah, so I mean, as far as uh, SmackDown went, it, like I said, it wasn't you know, it wasn't a bad show. I didn't you know, I wasn't like, oh my god, that you know, one of those oh my god moments where you couldn't believe that that happened. But you know, it kind of got me to watching wrestling. Kind of gets me a build up to other wrestling, and it kind of got me a build up to tonight's um, NXT Takeover. Before we get to the take to takeover, um, I, I know when we had talked yesterday on the phone, there was a certain segment that I wanted to ask you about because I'm I'm still con- confused about it. Okay. Um, what was your take on the Natalia Bailey match? I couldn't figure it out either. I mean, first of all, I mean, what was my take on it as far as how was it or? I was surprised. I was surprised that Bailey submitted. Um, I think Bianca Belair. Now this might be crazy, and this is where you know our opinions go back and forth on this show. 
But right now, I think Bianca Belair against Natalia would be a better match to watch than Bianca Belair and Bailey. Oh, not even close. You don't think so? Not even close. I'm not even close, personally. I don't even know. Um, I mean, I don't even know what they're what they're doing with Bailey as far as now. If if you can think back to the to the actual program itself, um. I mean, you know how they, they do it. They, they, you know, they do a, a match, a small segment. Sometimes they introduce somebody down, and then they go to break, and they come back. Well, that's what they did. They showed Bailey coming down, and they went to break. Mm-hmm. They started the match, and then Bailey and, and Natalia were outside, and Natalia threw Bailey into the steel steps. She screamed. And then it's like two seconds later, they went to a commercial. Then they came back after the commercial break, and three minutes later, the match was over. It oh. was very quick. And then they went to, then rather quickly after the little, you know, Bianca Belair clapping like this outside the ring, they went to another commercial. Now, I haven't read anything. Nothing's been posted anywhere. Um, I, I don't know, but I'm wondering if Bailey did something to her shoulder and hurt herself. So they went quickly to a commercial, came back, and decided they were just going to end the match. And that's why she tapped. And she tapped quickly. Yeah. It wasn't even one of those where she was in a sharpshooter for a while. Yep. She tapped quickly. Yep. So I'm just wondering if maybe she got one of those, you know, like a uh, sports injury, you lay in the wrong way, and you, just, you get a stinger in your shoulder, so your whole arm, someone's whacking your funny bone, your whole, your whole arm goes limp and you can't do anything, and you wind up shaking it out, and a few minutes later it's okay. I'm just wondering if something like that happened. That's very possible. I mean, if it's something like that happened, then that then I go back to the Royal Rumble of this past year when AJ Styles got hurt in the match and told Edge, because Edge was quoted as saying that AJ Styles told him, look, I'm hurt. Throw me out of the ring. Get me out of here before something else happens. Maybe that was something where, you know, it was the same thing with Bailey. Because I I remember when she got thrown into the steps. And, you know, it could have been it could have been that she did do something to her shoulder and they wanted to end it quick before something else really bad happened. Right. And that same shoulder that she went into was a shoulder that historically she said that Canisian tape on that that muscle tape they put on, she's had that on that shoulder in the past. So, like I said, I've, I've not read anything. I've not heard anything. Um, I don't have anybody on the hotline at, at Stanford giving me information. This is just me watching something on TV right. and trying to figure out why they did something that they did because there's there, there's no reason for them to make Bay look that weak right. against um, Natalia. Uh, especially when Michael Cole made mention of 380-something days as champion a couple of times. You know, you're not going to be that weak and be a champion and look that weak and be a champion 380-something days. You know, that, that, was, that made her look bad. But I understand why they probably did it. 
So we'll just have to find out what what happened in the coming weeks. What happened to Bailey? Hope it's nothing serious. But yeah, so I don't I don't I don't know that it is. That's just my that's just my thought. Right. Like I said, nowhere anywhere you can even Google yourself. There's nothing out there right now that I've seen saying that she injured herself or even questioning or even in reviews that I saw the show questioning why it was such a quick match. Yep. That's just my take on it. Right. And, you know, that's something that we'll, you know, either never know or eventually find out somewhere along the line. See, see, uh, see what happened. And, you know, like I said, I understand. Um, I saw her go into the, into the rope, into the uh, steps. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, I, she, I don't think she hit that hard. You know, they make the sound, they make the sound a lot louder than it is a lot of times. But, you know, we'll just have to, we'll just have to, you know, see what happens. But, yeah, like I said before we got into that, uh, when you got into that, uh, looking forward to NXT TakeOver tonight. Um, War Games. Now, I remember years ago, it used to be called War Games The Match Beyond when it was WCW. WWE took the the War Games gimmick from WCW and applied it to WWE. Um, there was really nothing, nothing different about it when it was called The Match Beyond. It was just they didn't have the double cage back then in WCW when it was war games until it was the match beyond. Then they would lower the cage and everybody would just, you know, beat the daylights out of each other. But um, I was talking to DJ earlier and he told me he's looking forward to two matches, which are the same two matches I believe the both of us are looking forward to as well. The men's and women's um, war games match. Definitely looking forward to both of those. Um, who's your pick? Who's your pick on it? I mean, oh, I have no idea. No, uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, if well, I'll go men's first. If they're thinking of keeping undisputed era together, then they'll win. Um, because it's always good when you have the big loud mouth you know, talker who Pat McAfee is lose. Yeah. But if for any reason they're going to be thinking about breaking up the undisputed era, um, if Adam Cole does come to the, to the main roster, you know, anytime soon, even if they plan on bringing up close to Royal Rumble, I think you, you start to, to put little chips in the armor. Um, the women's match, I have absolutely no idea which way they want to go. I really don't. Um, yeah, that's that's a total, total toss-up Yeah. Um, for me as far as the women's match goes. Yep. I, I totally agree. I think you're going to see uh, – I'm not going to say from who or – or what match it's going to be in, but I think somewhere along the line you're going to see a heel turn from somebody or a face turn from somebody tonight. 
Um, well, I mean, in the men's, the only thing I can, I mean, I don't see any of the undisputed era turning on anybody else on their team. The only turn I could see in that match would be Pete Dunne turning on McAfee and, you know, the other right. two guys. Um, the women's, it's all going to depend on, in my opinion, who they want to be the next challenger for Io Shirai. Right. If it's, if it's somebody on her own team, then you'll, you'll, you know, you'll see Shotzi, you know, catfish Io Shirai and, you, you know, turn on her own team or something like that. Um, if it's somebody on Candace's team, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing Io Shirai and Tony Storm. That that looks. I think I think I think Tony Storm has to do a little more before they give her a title shot. I think there's others that have been there that have earned a title shot before her. Yeah. But yeah, maybe something down the line. Um, I do me and maybe I'll I'll go out on a limb and I'll just throw a random prediction out there that Ember Moon turns. If anybody turns, it's Ember Moon turning on her team. Okay. All righty. That, uh, that's a very, very good possibility, but that's a possibility with anybody. So you never know what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to be tonight, 7 o'clock. Definitely looking forward to it, watching it. Um, but, good, but getting into the pay-per-view coming up in two weeks, TLC. Um, I mean, I, there, to my knowledge, I believe there hasn't been any other matches added. Uh, yeah, there has. Oh, there has. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, there has. Yeah. Um, as of our show just Thursday, the only match was Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles. Yep. So, following matches have been added since then. Um, one we just talked about. Um, a couple minutes ago, Sasha Banks versus Carmella for the women's SmackDown women's title. Um, other matches that have been confirmed, I mean, Roman Reigns defending against Kevin Owens in the TLC match. We just talked about that one. The other two matches that have been confirmed are the tag team titles are on the line against Lana and Asuka. As Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler defend against oh, that, and then the Fiend Bray Wyatt takes on Randy Orton. Okay. Now the only match that has a designated stipulation to it right now is Reigns and Owens, and that's the TLC match. Okay. None of the other four matches have any stipulations added to them as of yet. Okay. And those stipulations will probably be noted throughout the week. Well, over the next two weeks, yes. Next two weeks, yeah. So, oh, my God, can we possibly see Lana as a women's tag team champion? God, I hope not. I mean, there's really, like we said, you know, we've talked about it in the past, in the past couple shows. You know, there really isn't any women's tag teams out there that they can put up against uh, Shane and Nia. And when you get two that you put together, you know, I mean, what are they going to do? Are they just going to have these two? Because obviously Shane has been pinned twice in two weeks. So, I mean, 
do you do you see it happening or is it something that could be bad for the women's division as far as tag team well, wrestling I goes? Think, well, I, I think both. I mean, I could see them putting the tag titles on them just so Lana gets a title because there's no way in hell she'd ever get a singles title. Right. Um, and I think that would be horrible for the women's division on Raw. Absolutely horrible. Because we were just talking on Thursday about how they have nothing for Oscar right now. Right. And then all of a sudden, if you throw them in a tag team champions, they're kind of force-feeding us, Oscar, in, into matches that she doesn't really need to be in. Yep. Defending a title with Lana. Yep. Which, which is what you you know, which is what you've gone back to saying before that even if she becomes tag team champion, she really doesn't have to do much in the match. You know, you said that. Well, that. No, but you said that before, like with different in, in different tag teams. Like if somebody gets involved in a tag team, okay, so you're a tag team and you're part of the tag team champions, or you're hurt or something. You really ain't got to do too much in the match because your partner can do most of it. You'll go in. Make a couple of tags, and then that's it. I mean, I could, I could see it happening. Then, like I said, it'll be bad for the, for the Raw Women's Division. Um, another question I wanted to ask you was: Did you really think? And I, I thought it would be, but in my opinion, I think it's, it's horrible since it's happened. But uh, did you think that the Women's Division would be this stale without Becky and Charlotte? Now, why would the, and, and the thing is, is there there's wrestlers that are on the main roster that are, I mean, maybe some are just average, maybe a little bit above average that they're not using. They're using the same wrestlers every week. Yep. I mean, we don't see. I mean, God forbid you see Naomi. I mean, you you don't see. Lacey Evans, uh, I mean, you know, SmackDown-wise, I mean, all you're seeing now is, you know, Sasha, Bianca, Bailey, and Natalya. You don't see anybody else. Um, you don't see... Van, Carmella, I can't even think of another SmackDown <laughs> member. You don't um, see Peyton Royce that see, much. You don't see Nikki Cross at all. I mean, you see Billy Kay and, you know comedic things, you know, with her new headshots, resume things, yeah. trying to find a new job because you're not a tag team partner. Yeah. You never even see Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just using the same women, and when they're using those same women, <laughs> and, and the others do get a chance to get in there, they're losing. Yep, I agree. And one thing that I wanted to talk about was... Um, yeah, it's just bad that, you know, if the WWE knew, they obviously knew that Becky was going to be gone because of her pregnancy. Uh, Charlotte got injured. And when you got those two main... Charlotte did not get injured. Will you stop saying that? She did not get injured. She took time off okay. for a breast surgery. Okay. That's it. Okay, well then. She did not get injured. All right, well. There's no reason why Charlotte could not be wrestling right now. 
She's not recuperating from anything. She's not rehabbing from everything. She's not getting over an injury. Last year, sometime when after she had her bread augmentation, she had one of her implants burst. She had a quick fit surgery. She had a band-aid put on a cut. The cut never properly healed, so she took time off to have it properly fixed. That's it. Okay. She did not get injured. Well, with Becky out and Charlotte out, why didn't the WWE look to bring in somebody up from NXT? There's a couple of women wrestlers that I think they could have bought up to the main roster. To bury like everybody else right now? Well, I mean, you know, they were making this big stink. Go ahead. Hi, Don. They were making this big stink about how great the women's revolution is, and they had the very first women's pay-per-view, and that went over pretty good, and now the women's division is dying. Try to get some new faces in there. Try to get some new blood. Like you said, you're always we're always seeing the same four. Well, that's because that's all they're using. Why are you going to bring somebody up when you already have people? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think there's, I mean, okay, a Rhea Ripley's Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai's Io Shirai, but I don't, I mean, Lacey Evans is good. Nikki Cross is good. You know, Naomi, for as annoying as she is, is good. Why aren't they using the good talent they already have? I mean, how long ago did Bianca Belair get brought up to the main roster? A couple weeks ago? No, oh. Bianca Belair got brought to the main oh. roster. Oh, the main roster. Months, M- months ago. And months ago. Months ago, and yeah. Just, and she had drafted the SmackDown, and then it was weeks before they did anything with her. Who do you want them to do that to NXT next? Yeah. That's, you know, that's Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley was asked in an interview, you know, if she wants to go to the main roster, and she said no. Because there's still stuff that she wants to do with NXT. Yeah, okay, she made the excuse there's people in NXT that she still would love to wrestle. And then maybe they'll go up to the main roster. This is somebody that, that was in a triple that was in a triple threat match last year at Survivor Series. This is somebody that made that was um, in a main event type match against Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. And she wants to stay. In NXT, because you know what happens to most of the NXT talent that comes up? They get buried. They get buried. Okay, then it's a situation, then you look at it as if to say, well, then just keep NXT as NXT and don't bring anybody, you know, just keep them down there. It's like it's the minor leagues of the WWE, and, you know, some of, are some of them good enough to compete? On the rosters, I think they are. Oh, absolutely. I think they are, absolutely. but but it's just how you uh, how you're gonna use them. If you don't have anything for them, don't bring them up where you'll find something for them and they'll look bad. Right, and that's exactly what that's that's exactly towards the point that I was referring to. Yep. You know, are you gonna are you gonna bring somebody up from NXT to have them do nothing? Right. When you can have your wrestlers that you have on the roster right now. 
doing nothing. Right. So, yeah, so you are listening to the Top Rope Report. I'm the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and this is the Nugs to Greg. Um, yeah, so, you know, SmackDown, like I said, I was I was okay with the show, and uh, it was something that, you know, didn't give me a, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. It was just your average, regular show, according to how I looked at it. And um, there's nothing spectacular about nope. either show. I mean, I don't, I don't expect that from on SmackDown. Um, I, I just don't. I, yeah. I, I wait for those from the pay per views. Yeah, and it's probably not this saying, but I like to use this kind of saying anyway. Let's look at the elephant in the room. Supposedly, AEW is teaming up with Impact. To maybe try to overshadow and overtake WWE. I mean, what's what's your thoughts on that? Is there enough talent on both rosters to do that? Well, there could be. You don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, I haven't seen you know Impact. For those who don't know, Impact is it's what used to be TNA. Yeah. Um, I I haven't seen an impact episode in probably three years. Um, I think AJ Styles and Samoa Joe are still active wrestlers in TNA when I watched it last. Oh, that's a long time. Um, I mean, I've read some things about it, okay, you know, Tessa Blanchard and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I don't really watch AEW. I do follow it a little bit, but I don't I don't watch it, right. you know, routinely by any shape. If I watch 20 minutes of it in a month, it's, it's a good month. But it, it's, once again, we talked about this on Thursday. Um, it's to <laughs> two mid-level um, wrestling promotions getting together because they know it's like Burger King and Wendy's combining to try and take out McDonald's. Right. You know, that that's kind of, you know, the way I look at it. And now, and now, um, it's, and now it's Sting joining them. I mean, I don't know where they're going to go with that or how they're going to work that. I mean, he just came out and, you know, did nothing, looked at Arn Anderson, looked at Cody Rhodes, looked at Darby Allen, you know, didn't really say anything or just made an appearance. But I don't know if they're going to – well, they might put – I don't know if they're going to put him in any kind of matches or anything right now or what they're going to give him any feuds to come up with right now. But it's going to be interesting to see where AEW and uh, Impact is going to go. I think you mentioned something yesterday when we had a conversation about NWA might possibly. Yeah, I, I, I read something online that says, you know, hey, you know, um, maybe there's a possibility that NWA, you know, joins in the fold as well yeah. to, to get all three of them together. Yeah. Um, but I can, what, what I'll, I'll say this, and I'm going to sound stupid maybe i don't know um but them having sting come wednesday the result of that is exactly what happened yesterday what did you watch yesterday i watched uh the aew dark exactly would you have watched aew dark under any other circumstances before no this happened exactody so they've already accomplished what they wanted to accomplish they got one new viewer 
Now, if you think you're the only person in the country that said, oh, wait a minute, Sting's not part of AEW. Let me, let me check this out. Then you're a fool. They've done what they wanted to do. Yeah. They've already started to gain viewership of people that never watched the brand before, never watched the AEW, didn't know what AEW stood for. Uh, absolutely. Now, I asked you a question. Good. I asked you a question yesterday about a couple of rumors that I read. And you gave me your opinion on it. And I'll ask you the questions again so that the people that are listening, you know, maybe can chime in and give their opinions and listen to what, you know, we have to say about it. But one of the websites I was reading, it was on the YouTube. And, you know, sometimes we get real stupid predictions from YouTube. And uh, they're almost comical sometimes. But, but uh, one of them said there was a prediction that AJ Styles was going to win the title from Drew McIntyre at Tables, Ladders, and Chairs with help from Finn Balor because Vince McMahon is so high on Finn Balor that he can't wait to bring him up to the, to the main roster again. And Finn Balor wants to bring back the club with him, AJ Styles, and Adam Cole. Your opinion on that one? Well, we talked, we did talk about it yesterday. And if Vince is going to do that, um, he, obviously you need to take the title off Finn Balor before you bring him up. Right. Um, you have to break up the undisputed era, which would mean having him lose the war games tonight. And you'd have to, you know, do all that. You know, rather quickly. Um, do I think the club would work with Finn Balor and AJ Styles being in it? Not at all. Not at all. Because the club focused around a headlining star and then a couple of midliners with the rest of the, you know, to make up the rest of the club. Can't do that with AJ Styles and Finn Balor. They did it before. In my opinion, you can't. Well, maybe you can't do it in the WWE, but they did it before in New Japan when it was Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson as the club. But that was New Japan. When was that? Oh, that was. 15 years ago? No, probably. Probably about 10, 10 or 12. Uh, 10 or 12, AJ Styles was in TNA. They were, well, they were the original club. Right, and that, that's, uh, once again, that, that's for four years. I mean, sorry, New Japan is New Japan, but 15 years ago, New Japan was Northeast Wrestling. I mean, New Japan wasn't, I mean, yeah, you had some good wrestlers in it, but it, it wasn't even what it is now. Yep. You know, it's like saying, okay, you know, I was I was a triple crown winner on A-ball. Big fucking deal. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? I was I was on the best pitching rotation, you know, down in down in uh Fort Myers playing for the Red Sox. Right. The best, okay, big yep. deal. I know. You know, right now you're talking two alphas that would have to quote unquote lead the Bullet Club. Yep. 
just don't see it. I, I don't see it. Right. If you want to bring, you know, a couple guys up, um, I mean, the, the, you know, Color and Blake from um, the Forgotten Sons, to me, would have been a perfect compliment for a new club. Yep. Behind Avery Styles. Um, but I, I don't see you bringing Finn Balor up to start a club with AJ Styles. Right. Hey, John, thanks for joining. John t- uh, chimed in, but they're in WWE. That won't happen. Yeah, okay. I can uh, I can probably see that. I mean, you know, it would be interesting. I mean, I'd like to see Finn Balor come back as the Demon King. Right. Anderson and Gallows will join Kenny Tuesday night on Impact. Oh. Okay. That's something that they'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to eventually... Uh, check out and see how that's going to play out. So, I mean, if everybody out there is ready and Greg's ready, if we have one, it's time for my uh, favorite part of the show. It's Nuggies News. So, Greg, if you're ready, take it away. Sure. Um, first thing that you want to do is uh, send out a, a congratulatory, um, I don't know, I just went out of some point. Congratulations to um, John Moxley and Renee Paquette. Dean Ambrose and Renee Young. They have come to find out that Renee is going to be having a little girl. Oh, okay. Um, she going to be having a, a future um, women's raw champion or maybe a future sports center anchor host. We don't know. Yep. Um, but, you know, you want to let, you know, send out congratulations um, to them. Oh, excuse me. And, uh, I mean, she's two or three months along um there is somebody else that is eight and a half nine months along and that is becky lynch um i had a picture that i that i had downloaded from instagram um that i was supposed to send to the to the guy's top rope i, I didn't it's still on my phone showing her at eight months pregnant working out on an exercise bike um They've also shown pictures of her and Seth Rollins, um, and, you know, her big old pregnant belly hanging out. Um, but you, you can look in her face, you look at her legs or even her arms. She has not put on uh, much weight at all, which makes me, you know, think that, okay, she is definitely looking to get back into the ring sooner rather than later mm-hmm. um i mean if you look at a couple others you know around that that have um given birth and you know they're they're currently not in the wwe so they're you know i mean both belt both uh other bella twins um nikki and brie um they both put out a little bit if you've seen pictures of maurice um She's put out out a little bit, not they're you know overweight or anything, but they they've gone to more of a, a closer to a um, you know skinny mini model type to more of a filled out Natalia type. We'll put it that way. Not that Natalia's fat or big by any means, right. but she's just got a little bit more to her than than other wrestlers. Yep. Um, but. You know, Becky Lynch has been keeping herself in tremendous shape while um, in her pregnancy. Um, where 
was it? Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Dagnabbit. Um, Triple H was talk was talking about um, talking about some injuries here, and was asked about the return of Karrion Cross. Um, Karrion Cross was bit by the Finn Balor bug, where he beat Keith Lee to win the NXT Championship and then had to immediately relinquish it due to a shoulder injury. <laughs> he separated his shoulder during the match, finished the match, just like Finn Balor did, and according to Triple H, he's ready to return any minute. Um, he's, he's done rehabbing, he's built himself back up. So what are your thoughts of Karrion Cross coming back into the NXT scene? Would you like to see them say, hey, you know what? Let's just put him on the main roster and see what happens. Now, Karrion Cross needs to spend some more time in NXT, I believe, with Scarlett, Bur- with Scarlett Bordeaux. Let them get a get. Let them get a following. Um, he's he's a good, he's not a bad wrestler. He's a, he's a tough guy. No knows the business. And. Uh, yeah, so it's um I think they need to keep him down there till maybe well I don't know when he's gonna be coming back from injury. But um Well he made he made it uh, he alluded to that once again. He he's ready and he can be back any minute. So there is speculation that he may show up tonight at TLC. Well that would be that would be interesting to I see. Um, That'd be interesting to see, but I'd say give him another maybe four or five months. See how well he does coming back from the injury before you decide to bring him up. Okay. Um, we we had talked about TLC and um, some other matches that are quote unquote predicted to also be on the card. Um, and just on a scale of one to ten, your excitement level if these matches did make it on the card for TLC. Okay. Um, Bobby Lashley defending his title against Riddle. Um, no stipulation designated. Four. Okay. Um, well, that one's on there now. A, the Street Profits versus Rudin Ziggler versus Cesaro and Nakamura in a ladder match. Eight. Okay. Um, the Hurt Business versus The New Day in a tables match. Seven. Okay. And then in a triple threat TLC match, Sami Zayn defending his IC title against Big E and Daniel Bryan. Nine. Yep, I, I pretty much agree with all those um, uh, assessments that you have. And uh, I obviously, I think that that last match would be the most exciting. Um, and Big E, speaking of Big E, did debut a new song and a new look and a new entrance this past week on SmackDown. 
Um, he's gone back to the old weightlifter bowl, the powder coming out and putting the powder on his hand. Yep. Um, with new music and, and a new look, he's not in the you know Fruity Pebbles New Day garb anymore and doesn't come out to that. So it's step one in uh, instituting Biggie as his own solo gimmick has started. Right, and I really hope they have something for him just to see how well he'll do uh, as a singles competitor. I mean, we all know okay. we, we all know he proved himself in the tag team ranks, but let's just let's just see if they have something for him where he can prove that he can be just as effective as a singles competitor as he is a tag team. Right, right, exactly. Um, and then just say one last little note. Um, we had a very, very, well, I guess I'm not going to say very, very, but a impressive run ended um, Friday night on SmackDown as Roman Reigns' streak of 355 consecutive days on TV without losing a match. Um, yes, he's lost on pay-per-views, but in 300, almost just, you know, just under, you know, a year, he had gone without losing a match on Raw or SmackDown. Um, and that was just one of those things that, that nobody thought about. And I just, I was, you know, perusing the internet, looking for little nuggets. And that was just one that popped up. Um, so, you know, how they love to, to end these streaks yeah. um, and talk about streaks. That's just one that never came to. Right. And that's Nuggies news for this week. Okay. Excellent. Excellent job. Uh, yeah, nobody would have, I would have never thought about that thing with Roman Reigns. I mean, that's, that's good uh, investigative reporting. Awesome. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, like I said, as we get, uh, you know, closer to the war games tonight, like I said, you know, I've, I've gone on record as saying. just want to go on record and saying I totally agree with the comment John just put. Um, I'd much rather see Big E get a push than Keith Lee. Um, as to me, just like he said, Keith Lee is boring. Oh. I absolutely, 150% agree. Okay, yes, absolutely. I mean, Keith Lee has lost quite a bit of luster since he came up to the the main roster. I mean, he wasn't exciting that exciting in NXT because he he's a, a lumber guy. He's a slow mover. He slow mover that flies around the ring like a luchador. Well, what do you mean a slow mover? I mean, some of the things that the he man, the man the man would leapfrog six foot tall guys. Oh, okay. I mean, I can. I mean, somebody's three hundred plus pounds. I mean, that's. He did some impressive things in NXT, and they brought him up and threw him right into a main event picture because they don't know how to handle people from NXT. They, they don't. I mean, if you if you have a good gimmick, keep it. Yeah. You know, they changed his music, they made him shave, and then they put him in one of those full wrestling gears because Vince McMahon doesn't like the sight of bellies. 
Hmm. I guess so. But um, just got a message from Rick Del Santo from PWZ, the Pro Zone Wrestling episode. Just want to let he wanted me to to know that his episode seventy seven was up with his interview with the House of Pain. So definitely want to check that out. Those guys are are great independent wrestlers, awesome tag team champions, oh, and they're a good and they are a good they interview. Are, they are no no they are not just tag team wrestlers. They are the tag team. Exactly. Absolutely. And now they've been they've been traveling down to Florida to do some wrestling and, and they've been down, they've, well, they've, they've been down there for a little while because once again with the whole quarantine rules, yep. you know, in order for them to, to be able to perform at that event they're performing at, they had to be down there for at least two weeks. Right. Um before the event. So they've they've been down there and, you know, sending posts up you know, via Instagram and stuff like that, so. Yep. So he likes the side of Otis's belly, huh? <laughs> but he still makes him wear that half-shirt tank top when he comes out to the ring. Yep. To try and hide a little bit of it. Right. So, is there any, um, sometimes I'll ask you this, I usually ask you this almost every week, sometimes we have updates and sometimes we don't. Um, any Injury update on Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, or? Well, Dana Brooke wrestled on Monday, so there's no, okay. there was no injury for Dana Brooke. Okay. That was just a K-Fab with, with Reckoning attacking her to be able to take that tag team out um, and put Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce in, um, which didn't really make sense to me. You could have just replaced Mandy Rose with either Lacey Evans or Peyton Royce, you didn't have to take Dana Brooke out as well. Right. Um, but Dana Brooke did wrestle this past weekend and beat Reckoning in the match, um, kind of alluding to Retribution just being nothing more than jobbers um, because they don't win often and they're not prominently placed. Um, we, we know that they're really not jobbers. It'd be what, in, um, Enhancement Town or Town Enhancement. Or right. What is it? Uh, enhancement talent, yes. which um, which Mario mentioned on that interview that they were doing, that Paul Roma said that they were called jobber. He said they were called jobbers back then. He said now they're right. called enhancement talent. Well, Mario chimed in and said, "I'd rather be called a jobber." Right, um, but no no news on on Mandy Rose. Haven't seen anything as to when she might be back. Um, no news on that. Well, there is news that there's speculation that Charlotte is very close to making her return. Um, when she went way out back in August, and I mentioned it then, that there was a good chance we wouldn't see her again until the Royal Rumble. Um, obviously, we know the Royal Rumble is about seven weeks away. Yep. And, you know, that there's, you know, uproar that, you know, especially with you know, Sting making a splash in AEW, that WWE needs to make a splash and get, you know, some of these larger names that haven't been around back and performing. Right. Um, and um, Sonya Deville isn't anywhere near ready to come back. Um, she still got her legal woes with that gentleman that broke into her place. Yeah. Um, and that's, like I said, Karen Cross is ready to come back, and that's Braun Strowman's 
Um, knee injury doesn't seem to be as severe as they thought. So there's a good chance we may see him before the end of the year, um, but not by TLC. Oh, okay. All right. Has there has there been any updates, any or anything recently about Edge? I mean, as far as his training, how his health is going, and I mean, he's not expected to be back until closer to WrestleMania. Okay. And I guess they have some plans for him and Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Well, it all depends on where they're going with it. I right. mean, I've read that they're they're kind of backing off the Randy Orton um, Edge thing at WrestleMania and doing that mixed tag where it would be Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Right. And hold off on the final conversation between Randy Orton and Edge until SummerSlam when there's more time to build it up. Yeah. Okay, I can I can definitely see because if you if you try and throw it in too early, it's gonna kinda like lose some kind of luster. You right. Want, you want to build right. it up. It isn't clear to come back to wrestle until mid March. Right. I mean, could Edge and Randy Orton put together a WrestleMania campaign in two or three weeks? Yeah. But wouldn't it be better to do it over three months? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, yeah. So I was. Uh, I noticed when we were talking about um, SmackDown this Friday with Baron Corbin and his guys that he had out there that were from uh, the Forgotten Sons. Where do you see this uh, Murphy Mysterio alliance going? Uh, I mean, like, I'm, I know I mentioned it to you before, and you, you didn't seem to be on board with it, but, you know, do you see maybe him and Dominic tagging up somewhere, or Murphy? I and, hope not. Oh. I hope not. So I think they should just get rid of that and, and, and be gone well, with I mean, it. You can't, just, you can't just get rid of it. I mean, it's Almost, I mean, at least it's past the point right now as to where um, when Bobby Lashley and Lana were getting married and Liv Morgan came out and was the lesbian lover of Lana, I mean, that only lasted two weeks. So this relationship with Aaliyah and uh, Murphy has already lasted more than two weeks. Yeah. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't need to see the whole big wedding thing with Murphy and Aaliyah and there being a, a cake and somebody from the Mysterio past jumps out of the cake and ruins the wedding and they have Jerry Springer and <laughs> guest star and yeah. with Lori Povich and Dr. Mm -hmm. Phil Hall and I, I don't need to see any of that crap. Right. Now we you had... Want you want to align Aaliyah with Murphy? That's fine. Just leave it at that. Yeah. Let her be his valet yep. and call it a day. Yep. Now you said, now we had, uh, wait, I just, it just went out of my head. Just, I saw the puff of smoke too. Yeah. Um, oh God, I can't remember it now. Can't, can't remember what I was going to say. Uh, senior moment, sorry. But, uh, I'm sure it'll show up again eventually. But, uh, yeah, so, 
you know, like you said, War Games tonight. Definitely, hopefully, it's going to be a good show. Um, just John just posted another. John just posted another comment with a question, um, and I will say that yes, I have read uh, a couple different places. Uh, one saying that Eva Murray has already re-signed with the WWE. Yep, I heard that too. And she was originally supposed to be the untouchable one, uh, but then for whatever reason, Mr. McMahon decided to make that Carmella, and that we probably won't see Marie until a surprise entered in the Royal Rumble. And then I've also read on a different website that there's no truth to the fact that Eve Marie is signed with WWE, and she is still interested in returning to professional wrestling. Right. So she shows so up. She shows up. I mean, I heard. On which side you read? Yep. I mean, I heard. I heard a, a rumor to that effect that she had signed. So we'll just have to see. You know, if she shows up, she shows up. So if she shows up, she better learn how to wrestle. Right. Because this isn't, this isn't the same divas division that she was involved in. Exactly. This, this is women that can wrestle. Yep. And she will be out of WWE um, as quickly as she joins if she doesn't know how to wrestle this time. Very true. Very true. None of those wardrobe malfunctions like last time. And... Oh, no, that's fine. You can oh, yeah. have a wardrobe malfunction. Oh, you yeah. just be able to do it while you're doing, you know. Exactly. You know, a fancy wrestling move. Yes. Right. So that was a that was a great question posted by John. Um yeah, so as far as Eva Marie goes, I mean what are you doing? I'm picking something up off the floor. I was stepping on it. It drove me nuts. So oh thank you for all the likes there, John. He's putting tapping that like button and uh appreciate that. But yeah, I mean you know, she need like you said, she needs to learn to wrestle. She wasn't that good when she was out here before, and she was. She just needs to go down to NXT, grab some seasoning, and then come back up. I think that's what she needs to do. Whether WWE will do that, I don't know. Right. So. But just by looking at tonight's card for uh, um, War Games, what do you? How do you think it's going to come out? I mean, you think it's going to be a, a, a B to a B minus, a C to a C minus? Uh, are they just going? It all depends on the War Games matches. No, so they really does. So I mean, so they're basing the paper. They're basing the show on those two matches. Yep. That's what I'm looking for. I don't know what they're – I mean, they could be basing it on Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher for all I know. I mean, you know, Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis in a strap match. And then you have a triple threat NXT North American Champion match. And then you have the two War Games matches, just like Hell in a Cell. We were more excited to see the Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah. It's NXT War Games. I'm more interested. The two matches that I'm most interested in seeing are the War Games matches. And it's going to depend on how those two matches go. It will be very, very difficult for them to match last year's War Game matches 
Um, and that's the expectation that I'm holding it up against. I totally, totally agree. Totally agree. So, but time will tell. You know, we'll have to see um, how how the pay-per-view is going to work. That's not a pay-per-view. How the show is going to work out. NXT TakeOver tonight at 7 on the network. Also, next week, join us live as our guest live with us next week will be the Guardian of Chaos, Big Daddy. Uh, last time we had him on the show, the interview didn't go too well, and it, it, it didn't record. It didn't record, so looking forward the show to... The great. The show is awesome. No. Um, to this day, it's probably one of the best shows we ever had. Um, it just, once again, if like a tree falls in the woods, doesn't make a sound. Right. If nobody's there to see it fall, it doesn't make a sound. Yep. You know, unfortunately, me, Trip, and Big Dad are the only ones that ever heard the show. <laughs> yeah, really. But he will be joining us next week live. So I definitely want to tune in. Check that out. So, yeah. So is there any uh, anything you want to end with, Greg? I mean, you know, like we said, we talked yesterday uh, off the air about what a great tribute they did to Pat Patterson. Yes, we've um, gone this far into the show. And this is our first mention of that, which is very, very, very bad in our part. Yes. And I, um, I I just thought of it now. You know, but you you know you started talking about SmackDown, and before we even finished talking about SmackDown, you went right to NXT. So uh, you know, wasn't going to interrupt you. I thought I thought it was a, a really great tribute, and having the Intercontinental Title Memorial Match or the Intercontinental Memorial Match, and showing the old belt, the very yeah. first Intercontinental Title belt. Brought back a lot of memories for me because I remember when Pat Patterson defeated Ken Patera to uh, to win the the Intercontinental Title, the very first champion because that it, originally it was the North American Title, and um, yeah, so that was definitely a very fitting tribute to a a man who paid his dues in the wrestling business. You know, regardless of what people said about him or or anything else. The man was a legend in the business. He paid his dues, and he deserved the tribute that he got. Yeah. I'm a little surprised, and maybe it's just because of their relationship. Maybe it was just too tough. Um, but I was a little surprised that it was Michael Cole and not Vince McMahon leading in to the show. Yeah. You know, you had all the wrestlers, everybody on, on stage and everything. Um, I know with NXT, Triple H was out front and center with NXT guys. Um, but I don't know if it's because of their, their you know, off-camera relationship that it was too difficult for, for Vince McMahon as soon as it was to, to do anything or say anything. Um, I, I don't know what your opinion on that is. I agree. You know, it probably was too emotional for Vince. I mean, he worked. He he was even a color commentator with Pat Patterson way back when Vince first started as a commentator on TV. Right alongside of him was Pat Patterson, and they worked closely together for many, many, many years. And maybe Vince just couldn't bring himself up to doing it, so he had Michael Cole do it. Right. 
I mean, no, no disrespect to Pat Patterson because Vince would have been great at, you know, doing it, but I can understand Vince, you know, not not yeah, doing it. Brian, Michael Cole is the voice of WWE. Yeah, so. yep. I mean, he's been with WWE for 23 years. Mm-hmm. Almost as long as The Undertaker. So, also tonight, tribute to the troops on Fox. That's or this afternoon. This afternoon. Three o'clock. Locally here in Connecticut, um, three o'clock on Fox. Okay. The Giants play at four o'clock. So I'm sure we get a troop just on before that. Okay. Yeah, so so that's that's three o'clock on Fox. You definitely want to check that out because WWE always does a great a great show for the troops. So I it says here, uh, let me see. I don't know. I can't read it too much. It says, can, can I ask or bring up the tough question? What kind of like, what can, I don't know. I can't see it. I can't see it. There's a glare on the screen. Kind of like what was brought up with Moolah. Yeah. Oh, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I think he's talking about the allegations from Pat Patterson with with Moolah and, you know, how she was rough on her wrestlers and there was some sexual abuse allegations with Moolah and, you know, supposedly there was some allegations with Pat Patterson as well. So, I mean, oh, this phone is starting to fall down. Yeah, so you can just, uh, yeah, you can ask any question you want, John. I mean, it's... Uh, well, it doesn't matter though. Yep. We don't. We don't censor ourselves. Right. We'll answer. We'll answer any question. Uh, any question that you you ask, providing we know the answer to it. But right. yeah. Or we'll take your opinion on things too. Yep. So. Absolutely. That's what this forum is all about. Yep. So, but I mean, yeah. Like I said, it was very befitting a tribute. For Pat Patterson, uh, you know, he was he was around when, you know, Gene Okerlund and Gorilla Monsoon and, you know, like I said, the only one that got a send off like Pat Patterson did was Gorilla Monsoon. Who, let's see, I'm talking about what Pat Patterson propositioned or made promises to in return for sexual favors. Oh, well, Mario told me a couple things that uh, went on. Do we know of any wrestlers or talent? Uh, I do, but I don't know if I'm at liberty to say. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to put myself or the show in any jeopardy. Maybe off the air we can talk about it. But uh, on air, I don't want to answer that question, and I hope you understand that. So I don't. You just told him you could ask any question you wanted, and then now you tell him you can't ask that question. <laughs> no, I said I can't answer that question wow. on the air. For, you know, I don't want to you know, throw this person's name out there and find out that, you know, we're going to be chewed for slander or something. So, 
I don't want to do that on the air. But, I mean, you so, know. It's a situation where nothing was ever validated. Right. And Pat, it's a speculation rumor. Yep. And Pat Patterson, you know, admitted to being the first openly gay wrestler. Yep. Um, so, but hey, the man had tremendous talent. His popularity when he was wrestling was second to none. And may he rest in peace. I he only asks because it's part of how the industry works sometimes, although they claim it isn't. Right. Yeah, but that was that was way back in the day. I mean, if you watch the Phil Donahue segment that was on with Vince McMahon and you know Barrio and a couple other uh, people that were in the front office back then, what about? What about Fred? He admitted he was gay. Yeah, Fred who? Fred. Yeah, Fred who? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you watch that segment on Phil Donahue, I think they were just, uh, they were just throwing out allegations when Phil Donahue had Vince McMahon and one of the other bookers on and one of the guys that was writing the storylines and um barry O, one of the wrestlers was on said vince is an amazing liar <laughs> yeah maybe uh but getting to but getting back to what i mentioned about storylines and getting back to that interview i saw with um paul roma earlier today with mario and paul perez it, in, in a way, it is kind of true because the WWE, just like Paul Roma said, the WWE storylines are horrible. Fred Rossler, a.k.a. Oh, okay, Darren Young. I didn't really see too much about the, uh, the accusations from Darren Young. Uh, I really didn't pay too much attention to it, so I don't really, I really can't expound on it. So, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, you can, uh, you know, this is this is one of the best parts of the show where the public gets involved and we can, you know, answer their questions if we have answers. Right. So. And engage in the conversation. Exactly. And John, you know, John does know his wrestling, so I'm glad that he joins us each week and. Uh, you know, maybe he'll come up with some good questions for Big Daddy next week. So, but uh, anything else you'd like to add, John? Any other comments you want to make? Any other questions you want to ask? Feel free to. Are you watching War Games tonight? Uh, he didn't say that Pat did anything. He admitted to being gay. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so was Canyon. I mean, Canyon admitted to being gay as well, and I guess he really couldn't handle that kind of situation, and he ended up committing suicide. So, but that was that was pretty that was pretty sad because he was a, a pretty good talent back in the day. So, but yeah, I mean, just it is what it is. So, the guys are who they are, and. We don't fault them for it because they, they, you know, do what they got to do to be who they are. I mean, you know, they are who they are. 
I don't look at it as, oh, my God, the guy can't wrestle because he's gay. I don't care if he's gay or not. I just look at the wrestling as wrestling. Right, exactly. And, you know, it's like baseball. If a, ba- if a guy's in the ba- guy on the baseball team, if he's gay, who cares? I just look at it as he's a baseball player. Jim Abbott. Jim Abbott had one arm or one hand. Tremendous pitcher. I just looked at Jim Abbott as a baseball player. I didn't look at Jim Abbott as a... What the hell does that have to do with homosexuality? I'm just making a point. I'm just throwing something out there. I don't know very many people that have other afflictions. And he was the first one that came to mind. So, it's just, you know... But that's how I just look at it, as he's a wrestler, and that's it. Uh, let's see. What did he say? Yes. Does it matter to me? Exactly. Exactly. So. <laughs> All righty. So I want to thank John for joining us. I mean, if you got any. Oh, hey, Robert. Who that's watching? That's our friend of mine. His name is Robert Lockhart. Used to work with him. Well, it's funny because you're saying hi to all these different people, yet I've never seen more than a number one of people watching on 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 the screen here. Well, I have so some. I don't know why all these how all these other people could have been on or commenting when it shows only one person is watching. It says here Robert Nick Lockhart is watching, and then it says wave. I don't know. Maybe they don't have icons up there. I don't know. I expected to see a whole, I, I expected to see icons with all the people that they say are watching. I, I'm expecting to see icons all the way across the screen. No, but no, I, well, I don't have icons. I just says it says the word live and it has a little eyeball. Yeah. And then the amount of people that are watching. Yeah. You don't have, you don't have that on your screen? Yeah, I do. It says one. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. According to Facebook, only one person is watching. Right. But I don't know why it's, it says right here, Robert Nick Lockhart is watching. Well, if it is, how come it's not registering? That's what I was saying. Yep. So. All righty. Well, we've come to the end of another edition of the Top Rope Report. We want to thank everybody for joining us. Like I said, tonight, War Games, 7 p.m. on the network. Also, uh, like Greg said, 3 o'clock, I believe, Tribute to the Troops. On, yep. on Fox now instead of USA. So um, on behalf of the Nugs to Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report. Thanking everybody for joining us, and we'll catch you next week as our special guest live will be the Guardian of Chaos, Big Daddy. Thank you for watching. <laughs>